Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Into the West Mage Chronicle. This is episode 15, The Veil Lifts. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, and viewers like you, thank you very much to all our patrons who support us monetarily, hang out with us, and, uh, you know, give us money, which, I mean, like, it's a special thing. I'm going to I'm gonna count it out, you know, but, like, all of you who are also subscribed, following, watching, commenting, thank you very much for your support as well. Um, but, yes, a special shout-out to some really weird names <laughs> eight more years of heisting adele al alan michael alexander ang Falleth, bernie blood angel brandon chris daniel doc uh the undead delore eat my whole ass Emil, yes funzo <laughs> surani <laughs> george Hyrard with a headache jack jenny john josh julian cat feathers crazy man 1772 Melissa, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Noba, Other Michael, Parker, Perry, Puppeteer, Riafia, Ryan, Shaksara, Sina, Terran, The Arcane, Thomas, Toast, Usuf Sama, Vortex, Woodsound, and Zoltan. Thank you all very much for your support. And uh, all of you Twitch folks, thank you for hanging out and uh, coming by and watching Thirsty Sword Lesbians, which is still YouTube folks available as a VOD on Twitch for free. You don't have to be a subscriber or anything like that. And I'm going to see how easily we can just move just export it over to youtube mm -hmm. yeah. so mm -hmm. it will Did stay forever i have not watched it yet i barely managed to watch the last half hour of our last episode i was like where did where did we live off because i have notes of what happens next but i can't remember where we left off mm -hmm. fun fun fact that's a segue we left off <laughs> with everybody hanging out at the tavern in purgatory bluff which tavern? It's, it's the only tavern. It's it's a tiny little town in Colorado. In 1846, mm -hmm. if you're just out catching us live and trying to figure out where and when we are. Um, and uh, yes. Um, put that in page down. Good lord. I'm looking at chat. I shouldn't do that. Uh, no, never, never look at chat. Never look at chat. Um, but, I always look at chat. Uh, we have uh, Theodosia uh, uh, serving food. Uh, Legba and, and Gisela doing a bit of a double date with... No, hang on. No, yeah, yeah, thank you. Isabel and Gisela are doing the kind of double date with uh, uh, Rilla, Remington, and Jules Lamb, uh, where we have just had the revelation that Gisela can see somebody's future and change it, or at least... It looks like it. Attempts At least it's a small thing, you know, and you talk about like what their dinner is going to be. Um, and I believe uh, Legba is. Were you already there? Or were you planning to meet up with them at the observatory, for lack of a better term? That's, that's what we decided. Okay. Legba was just going to show up. Or the cloak right. was going to show up, but Legba might also make an appearance. And Very what true. Happens. Also, if you are just joining us, that's not DID or anything like that. That is just a person who has many faces. When well, I'm almost many would say selves. masks, but not quite. A person who wears many hats. There you go. Uh, so, uh, unless there's any sudden, like, oh, wait, hang on. Uh, I believe we pick up with dinner being completed uh the beef stew kept away from jewels 
and uh, the four of you, uh, nope, actually five of you, because we have Theo, uh, making the trek up towards uh, the observatory, uh, Arcelia and um, Edna, um, helping uh, with Madame Robert and doing the cleanup, and the two of you kind of just like making a run for it. Well, actually, specifically Theo, uh, you know, kind of getting a uh, far more good-natured this time, especially considering Miss R- Madame Robert kind of noticed, oh, okay, you're taking this a bit seriously, uh, and kind of nudging you guys out to go and see, you know, the stars. For Madame Robert, she's like, I mean, they're up there, they're stars, you can see them bigger in a telescope. Um, but then again, uh, she seemed more interested in Mr. Bethune than a telescope. There's some innuendo there, but we're going to move on. As uh, <laughs> above, so below. <laughs> oh, yeah. She wants the stars. She just uh, doesn't want to look at the sky. Jesus. Oh. Just, Good. yeah. Rolling riddle. I mean, she's already been there. It's fine. Yep. Um, so uh, it is a bit of a short trek. Um, uh, we've determined, you know, about a half hour walk up to the mines and then a little bit more to get up onto the ridge line that overlooks basically the entire town. Uh, of course, this being 1846, there's not really any light pollution, though there are a couple lights out there. The taverns, a couple of the homes are still lit. Um, but as you know, the sun is f- fully setting, so is basically the whole sleepy town of Purgatory Bluff. <clears throat> up top, there is basically nobody here. Uh, Mr. Bethune is here um, and looking a little bit expectantly at Jules and Rilla because, you know, at once sun sets, this is, this is work time for them now. Um, the whole uh, pump and circumstance of having uh, Mr. Enright here and all these other visitors and stuff like that. It's already kind of passed by at this point now. It's like, okay, we've all looked through. We've seen the rings of Saturn. Um, That's, you know, okay, cool. We've seen it. There's nothing more to be gathered here unless, you know, some new cool thing to be seen. Of course, that is why we're here because Gisela pulled a card, random king of clubs, I think it was, uh, and said, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we'll see. We'll see this thing tonight. And you guys arrive. Rilla and Jules kind of make their way over to the gear and equipment. Rilla gets out some uh, writing equipment. Jules starts, uh, you know, messing with dials and having a conversation with Mortimer. um, And probably round about that same time, uh, Cloak joins the group and Mortimer kind of looks up from where he's supervising and looks at Cloak and kind of looks at the other three and doesn't ask any questions. Well, Cloak's going to answer an unanswered, an unasked question mm-hmm. by approaching Mr. Bethune. And he says, good evening, Mr. Bethune. How is your arm? Uh, it is well enough and he is still in a in a bit of a sling um Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm i'm healing thanks to you i'm delighted to hear that i heard an interesting thing recently Mm, i was told that you might be and cloak flashes his eyes and says amenable to witchcraft (laughs) 
Oh, he said the episode title. Uh, I'm curious. How does one flash one's eyes? Mm. <laughs> Widening them. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it was like, how, how are we doing this? Uh, like, you know, we getting the anime sunglasses out. Um, cool. Yes. Yes. I can do that if you like. <laughs> Uh, I'm you sure you found somewhere on the desk. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, and he kind of looks and says, uh, "I wouldn't say that necessarily myself, but that's a roundabout way to get there. I believe there's some usefulness in old superstitions and and misguided beliefs. Yes, some beliefs, however, apparently misguided, have power." Correct. Uh, you know, Vodou is often called witchcraft to the uninitiated. I have heard that. And like, I think he, you know, right. I, I was, he has pretty much a, a fairly bland expression uh, in mm-hmm. this, but he's, he's, he's not about to chase you out. Um, if nothing else, he kind of owes you his life. Um, but also, sound like you're going to cause a fuss and hey maybe there is something you know uh but he's got uh he's got nervous energy he's like yep i'm going to talk with this guy real quick and then i need to get back to this because every night is a chance to see this thing and kind of looking over gizla this is supposed to be the night he's still very iffy about that but Mm -hmm. you know okay so you haven't Uh, seen it yet um Oh, yeah. No, it's still a bit light for that, but the stars are starting to come out, and once we have the great picture of, you know, the whole starry night, I was going to say galaxy, but I don't even know if that's really a concept yet. Um, The entire firmament. Ooh, thank you. Uh, then, Then we can start to track it um he says it and then kind of looks over at at isabel and kind of like okay yeah maybe there is something hmm, hmm, okay fine <laughs> um and uh, jules continues to you know kind of lean down and is very methodically and he's marking down like as he makes adjustments um which for lack of a better term, and mostly because I don't have a ton of experience with telescopes, he's basically moving through the night sky in a bit of a grid pattern. Yeah. Can I just do a quick, like, um, fate Luxville basically to help him find it quicker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yield, uh, you can try. And with Fate 3, I mean, you can make sure he finds it in an hour. One success. This is basically me just walking over and just sort of like laying a hand on his shoulder while he's doing this. Yeah. Um, actually with Fate, yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 okay with that. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Um, we can easily chop that up to basically just exceptional luck. Um, and yeah, <laughs> he kind of looks back and like there's a look of like, is there more to this? Oh, maybe maybe it's just a pat for good luck. Um, but you know, kind of returns back to his work. 
um, and you know, it's just very methodical about it. Uh, Rilla comes over and is just kind of sitting alongside and kind of takes over the writing side of things as they just kind of converse back and forth, like, okay, moving this way, track it up, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, and Mortimer uh, comes over to basically the four of you as you're kind of observing and uh, you know, looks back to Gisela and says, so did your, uh, your research into that uh, potion come up with anything further? No. Kind of looks over to Cloak and says, I don't know, does Voodoo make much in the way of magic potions? And, you know, hands you basically a list of ingredients mm. um, and a few. Um, I mean, actually, let's, let's be honest. It's basically a full recipe. These are the ingredients. These are the steps and very witch's brew kind of thing and says, you know, do you recognize you know, this as being potentially potent in any way. Um, I have knowledge of concoctions and preparations. Let me examine these. Sure. So. Can I take a peek over yeah, close shoulders? He's... Yep. Yeah, because yeah, for, for, for Theo, this is the first time you know, you've you've had this opportunity either. So yeah, uh, intellect plus so. occult. Awesome. You know what's going to happen. Cloak is going to use his rote skill ability. Oh, I can't click on a cult. Your rote yep. skill ability? No, you... he is a cult as a part of a professional skill. Oh, yes. Or a professional training. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is that selected? I have one thing with the new character sheet. They fixed sorcery. It. But when you click um, skills, they don't get highlighted anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they also give you something weird like Thieven sorcery. I don't have Thieven sorcery. Uh, oh. I don't have that. <laughs> so if yeah. you have that showing up, uh, go ahead and do a test roll, but you may have to go into settings, go over to, in this case, vampire. Oh, you have it set to the wrong, um, or it set you to the wrong character. Cheat. Uh, Must be. Mm-hmm. Let's go to settings. Nope, that didn't change it either. Interesting. I got it on mage. Mm-hmm. Well, I was curious if we had to go over to mage to turn it off. Yeah. That makes sense. Interesting. Nope. Doesn't look like it. Uh, let's yeah, see what happens. I'm just calling a cult Theban sorcery. That's peculiar. Yep. Roll it and see if it even shows up. It may just be a text error. Especially since okay. we should have zero dots in Theban sorcery. Um, yeah, totally. So let's see something. There's my specialization. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Didn't roll it, it right. Well, it rolled it. Wait, intelligence. Oh, it didn't select a cult. No. Nope. It rolled demon sorcery instead of a cult. Yeah. I'm gonna roll again. Oh, see I see. It's it's actually, okay. It's not highlighting, but it is showing up in the roll window. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it shows cool. it in the box. Is the cult now. I think maybe try doing uh, the attribute first. There you go. I did. Yep. Two, four, okay. and then yeah. Or whatever. That's a good suggestion. It's just that's that's exactly what I tried. Yep. Hmm. But a okay. I don't know what happened from Jean Paul. Yeah, and because it puts a zero there, it, mm-hmm. it's not going to affect our die roll any. And yeah, then uh, Theo, peculiar. were you also rolling? Yeah, I did. 
Oh, here's the seven dice there. Yep, I totally mm-hmm. missed that. Cool, thank you. So mm-hmm. yeah, both of you are looking over this um, and the list of ingredients and the process match a lot of the symbologies and uh, usual ingredients you would use for something like a vision potion, something to enhance mm-hmm. the mind or sight. Um now, of course, the particular quantities and the process of um, mixing said potion, you know, you're unfamiliar with. You know, it's not one that you necessarily recognize. Uh, mm-hmm. But ingredients wise and process, it's like, yeah, this should make something. Hmm. If a like actual practiced or. Yeah, you know, for, for your purposes, if a actual practiced, you know, uh, alchemist were to make one. Cloak says to Mortimer, this seemed designed to increase your ability to see or understand. Is that something you desire tonight? That, uh, well, that that is the desire every night, but yes, this is, that is what was promised to me, but I have, uh, well, I'll admit, and kind of taps on some of the different ingredients like there's a bit of like belladonna and it's like, you know, some of these things that I don't know that I would want to ingest um, without, you know, actually having some understanding of what I'm getting into. And as this was given to me by somebody who is not a practitioner of your art, then I've uh, been wary of it. I think wariness is good. If you are less wary about my own abilities, I might be able to enhance your ability to see or understand without aid of poisons or strange concoctions. I would perhaps be amenable to that. Excellent. So, this guy's already teetering. You're about to throw him off a fucking cliff. <laughs> <laughs> what Cloak wants to do is give Mortimer for the evening a mild increased ability to perceive space for the purpose of recognizing perhaps a, a void in space. Not in the sense that it's going to be truly magical for him, but just space-related objects stand out more. They seem more perceivable. So uh, a good example for this would be if someone is on the top of a mesa and they're looking at a long distance and the distance is too vast to really comprehend, I'd like something mild so that it seems more appreciable. Not that they can precisely understand exactly how long there is between different peaks on a range, but that it doesn't seem sublime right it doesn't seem above their understanding if they thought about it for a long time it would seem more approachable i'm on board with where you're going with this except for Mm -hmm. the sheer fact that you are telling him that you are going to perform magic i didn't say magic in context and this is why i'm bringing it up in context you are basically hinting and suggesting oh i have abilities i can do things i can help you see and, you know, it is because I know there is the the cult side and the meditation side of like, hey, these mm-hmm. are just 
natural, you know, remedies kind of thing. It's not actually magic. At this point, in context, like, and of course, in character, your characters have no no reason not to believe you can't cast magic on other people. Um, so I'm giving you that heads up that that is kind mm, of where his okay. head's at. And if you were to actually change anything from his normal perspective, he's going to see mm. this as this is magic. All right. Well, let's avoid that then. Okay. Wimp. <laughs> well, that's not what Cloak wants right, to do. No, right? I, no, Cloak's I'm goal okay. isn't to... Cloak would want to bring him into a meditative trance mm-hmm. so that he'd feel that. And then Cloak would try and infuse a little bit in the context of that meditation so that he'd be more open to things. But if he thinks it's magical, right. it's not what he wants. So, uh, Any comments, by the way, uh, Theo from The Potion? Um, no. I'm just kind of looking over it. I was going to get in a bit of a discussion with him, but uh, I think the moment's gone. Yep. Um, and uh, as you guys are you know, kind of having that little back and forth, uh, Jules and uh, Rilla are moving through the process and, you know, kind of looks up and, you know, Rilla, you know, kind of chimes into the, the conversation and says, if if they think it's fine, I could whip us up a potion Mortimer kind of you know shrugs and kind of looks at the the two of you and says it's not toxic is it I mean Um, and he he does recognize there are a couple things that like yeah if you had a huge bunch (coughs) of it uh, just uh, let me take a sniff at it before anybody drinks it and like Rilla, Rilla smiles and says Fabulous. Um, you know, who better to tell whether or not this is a has gone sour than the bartender? <laughs> and like, you know, gives you you know, big smile. Uh, but she, she comes, uh, she works over, and uh, they have a little pit. I, I cannot remember the. Oh, my notes. Um, there is a particular type of fire pit. And I cannot remember what it is called, but it's basically you take two holes and you have a little air th- flow through it cannot remember what it's called but basically cuts Mm. out on the light shining everywhere because the pit itself is down below regardless um that is their setup uh, mostly to help keep the chill of the evening off and so she gets over Mm -hmm. to that and starts working that up um and uh starts to build the potion jules is manipulating the telescope right correct Mm mm-hmm yeah then if there's going to be a little bit of time cloak wants to ask mortimer something sure Cloak uh, says, Mr. Bethune, I've been told that you have a book of runes. That seems unintelligible. <laughs> yeah, his gaze just goes from you over to, you know, Gisela and Isabel uh, nods and says, I do have something like that in my possession. Yes. I would like to read it. <laughs> I would, too. <laughs> Got him. I can share with you its insights if I'm able to decipher it. I believe that you think you will. But my concern is that you may read something 
that is of particular interest, and you may perhaps try to keep me out of it. This is not a personal thing. This is the same reason that I only showed them a middle page. Hmm. If you're able to translate it for me and show you, uh, show me how you have translated it, then perhaps we may have a deal. Not immediately opposed to that idea, although before um, I agree to to uh, something more than just what I consider to be a simple request to take a look at something you have. I'll remind you that um, if I didn't want to do good by you, I probably would not have pulled you out from a deadly <coughs> fate in that mine. Damn, bro. He smiles and he he's like, don't misunderstand me. I understand that you saved my life. I do know, however, you had no idea if I was alive in there or not. Who says that? You have some way of knowing that I was alive inside of that mine? I'm not saying that. I'm saying you're making assumptions. And with the information you have. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, is this... She's... Oh, great. Awesome. (laughs) He didn't, but I did. And I exhausted myself to make sure that you stayed that way. Um figure out between the two of you who's going to roll but it's presence plus persuasion um, and uh, yeah because at this point he, you're telling a very believable story but he has no way of knowing that this is true sounds good um, I was aiming more for like with tonally and everything for like manipulation of like believe me if you want or don't <laughs> it's like I'm okay with no skin off my ass about it And if you're going to take the primary, uh, Jean-Paul can assist as well. And you don't have to use the same die pool. Um, cool. Yeah, I just want to know who's who's going to act in the primary and who's going to assist. I'll take the lead. Okay, sounds good. Me oral presence persuasion. Especially since I think from uh, Isabel's perspective, Cloak is on the verge of blowing it, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> I have already just like basically face palmed when you just walked up and were like, "Hi, you have a thing? Let me see." Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Hi, this is oh, close. It was, was, was going to happen a little differently if he didn't. You, you asked him to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't ask him to be subtle. You just asked him to be nice. <laughs> General, there, uh, Ralph. All right, cool. There's uh, the assistance roll. Ooh. Okay, well, there's a plus one. Damn, what do we yep. get? Seven, one, seven, eight, five, yeah. Cool. Nope. Damn. So, well. yeah, he, he looks at you two, and, like, there there's a... There's not a open, hostile, he doesn't believe you. Mm-hmm. He's just unsure, and especially as, okay. at, at this point, we're, we've definitely established the fact that the four of you are claiming to have magical powers. Gisela have not shown huh have not shown right. in any way you know there's like well you were flying well I wasn't flying you know there, that was kind of iffy Gisela has oh you didn't you didn't get the the beef stew that's I saved yeah I changed your future it's like but but 
is that what you actually saw? Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. So it's it's all that we're on that cusp of you know real magic, and so he kind of nods and says, "It's fine. We're not here to see your book." Okay. But my offer still stands, uh, Jean Paul, um, that if you wish and can translate it with me, and perhaps when we are not in the midst of the observation here, I would be very interested in trying to translate this with you. So it seems different from what you asked before. You wish to translate it with me, or you wish me to provide you with a translation? Oh, no, he wants to translate it with you. Like, that that was his goal, is you show him how you are translating it so that he knows as well. So you can Trying to make sure you're him. not keeping something right. away from him that's in there. Right. No, I, I gather what, what Drew is trying to do out of character. I was trying to make sure about, um, this is an in-character thing. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, Hook asked that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You wish to be present. I would. I would like to work with you on this. What if you were incapable of understanding it? Yeah, he uh, kind of he he smirks. He's like, "Please, that's uh, not glib." Or he's not trying to be talking down or anything like that. There's certain fundamental realities about the world. You know a lot about astronomy and objects in space. I do. Could you necessarily explain those to a layperson and with have an, them understand what you mean? With enough time. With enough time. We can give you the meaning, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you would be able to understand them yourself by looking at them, if that makes sense. Perhaps. I will give you a better, or an additional example, because what Madame Stokes has suggested is what I'm thinking about. Can you explain the concept of understanding to someone who has never experienced it? I see. You know, the... It's a philosopher named Plato. He told this story about a cave. I know the allegory of the cave. We're we're gonna pause it there. Uh, um, if, if, Isabel does not know this. Right. Uh, the, 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 well, yeah, actually, for shiggles, just because some of, some people big, in, big fan of caves. This seems yeah. neat. Uh, <laughs> yes, no. There the the allegory of the cave is there are those who sit within the cave and see played across a wall images that are merely the shadows of the things that are going on outside of the cave. But only those who actually venture out of the cave truly understand it. Which, by the way, this is totally just the big mage, the awakening mm-hmm. metaphor. Pitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, re- re- how many bears are in the cave? None. Uh, you hope. <laughs> you hope. Uh, regardless, um, for narrative purposes. You guys can have a little bit of a conversation explaining that, listen, there may be some stuff that you just can't understand. Um, two things happen, though. Um, one, uh, as you guys kind of converse and try to explain, and Mortimer is interested in listening, but he is a skeptic. 
He believes that magic could be real, but it's not necessarily magic so much as there's sciences that mm. humanity hasn't properly discovered. Um, as things are working, um, all of your peripheral mage sites go off um, for just a quick split second. Uh, <clears throat> Miss, uh, Miss Gisela, you recognize Prime. As that so is it's like it's this what I felt before. Uh, Rilla looks up as you are saying this and saying the potion is done. I think. Okay. Um, I want to look at it with Prime Sight. <laughs> Here we go, kids. Mage Sight on. What the fuck have you done? All right, um, let us pull up Mage Sight Prime. Active Mage Sight for Prime. You recognize anything you can use as a Yantra, which there's tons of stuff. We're not going to go all over that. Um, the presence, but not composition of any awakened spell or attainment effect. You don't see any particular spells uh, or attainments in effect. And you can recognize tasks with a glance. There's none. Uh, and tell if they're in a hallow or node, which you are not. Uh, that said, putting on your mage site at all, uh, there is something about that small you know, little travel pot that Rilla has been stirring. Um, if anybody else has uh, mage site on, do let me know. Um, I'm seeing a nod from Chris. Uh, life and spirit doesn't uh, immediately ping anything. Mind and space. Uh, mind doesn't see any like specific like mental things, but for you, that potion pot thing is got something going on uh, that may be worth investigating. Um, and then, uh, is Theo putting on mind death? Yeah. Or matter death. Cool. Um, what is food? <laughs> we'll have to come over to that momentarily. Um, it's, uh, it's life, life knowing. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the effects of a potion, the effects of a food. Interesting. Okay. Um, for, uh, matter, nothing and death would not also register, but for all of you, yeah, there is some weird, like, normally, you, uh, again, we have the whole idea of, um, you know, supernal symbols are everywhere. And that's literally what you are looking at. And this potion, this little pot of a bunch of weird ingredients all muddled together has something going on. Um, but yeah, it is not notably with your prime it is not a awakened spell. Like, what does it take to see if, like, the? Because I'm curious about the pot. Oh, if that's what's done the magic, or if it was just mixing the ingredients in a certain way. It, I will give you so much as it is definitely the mix of the ingredients. The pot itself is mundane. Uh, the pot okay. would have registered on matter as being something funky. I think. Um, and uh, yeah. Well, funny you should say that. Uh, I'll give it a shot. 
what were you doing nope. with Gnosis and Matters? Crossman's eye. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah. Uh, which, yeah, you look at it, mm, mm, not sure. Um, what is food spell? I love this. Um, and uh, the the intent here is to try and recognize the... The, the effects that a imbibed substance might have on the body. So you could use it on, uh, you know, mushrooms or um, poisons or any sort of um, thing. So it's kind of like, is this is this poison plus what would it do? Okay, cool. Um, is that, I'm, that I'm going to charge you an additional reach to understand, uh, which is fine because you have the free reach for sure. it, um, to understand things that are not um, naturally occurring, uh, i.e. Sure. Yeah magical substance. Yep. Sure. Uh, and what yantras are you using? And, uh, uh, just concentration. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, so just looking at this thing. And I'm going to spend a willpower on it, actually. Oh, actually, hang on. That brings me to your reach. That's instant and I guess you're casting on yourself to recognize. Yeah, okay. I'm cool with that. I mean, I can walk over and grab right. it and sniff. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking more of the the unveiling, like changing your vision, to, uh, similar to um, Fate's interconnections, where you cast on yourself and study sure. things each round. Yeah, sure. Either yep. way, I was thinking of this as a subject. What does this as a subject mm. do? <laughs> uh, okay, so one, two, five, eight. Eight. I said I'm spinning. Oh, power. I see. I just didn't decide that when I wrote the map. Sure, sure. Missed it. One. Needed it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, looking over this, um, it looks like this is from the life side starting out. This is going to give you a stomach ache. However, before it gives you that stomach ache, it will clear your mind, sharpen your senses, and. I think especially looking at it from the supernal side, it will let you see with a capital S. Whoa. Now, what exactly that defines as, you're not quite sure. You should get them to drink it. Um, but notably, as as uh, 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 Isabel had uh, as Isabel had said to Rilla, let me sniff it first. Let me check it out. So yeah, she's basically pouring it into basically like a, a soup bowl kind of thing out from the mm-hmm. pot and kind of setting it to the side. And it is it is steaming, and it it doesn't really smell that great. Um, but she kind of sets it to the side to let it just cool. I want to ask Rilla, has she done this before, or with other things? Uh, made potions? No. <laughs> the <Well>. side eye. <laughs> uh, if anyone does wish to imbibe of this, uh, you're going to want to remedy for a stomachache. Um, but how do I explain this? <laughs> It seems to be a potion to open your mind. And like Mortimer looks over at you, Theo, and uh, 
and uh, cloak and just kind of nods and says, okay, okay, so this is... And then, like, I'll cut him off and, like, more to the rest of the group than these folks, but, you know, they can get a little quiescence in the way. It's fine. Um, <laughs> a little, uh, yeah, quiescence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is, uh, it will allow you to and then high speech, C. What was... What was that? That was understanding. I said the word C with a very capital S. <laughs> you have three very quizzical, I think, cats watching the bird outside going, Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> It seems to do what it claimed to do. Like Mortimer looks to the, you know, Rilla and Jules, who's like, has stopped turning the telescope. Like his job was to watch the telescope and and he's kind of stopped and he's kind of half looking over his shoulder. He's totally working. He's totally working. But he's like, what the fuck are they doing? Um, and, And Rilla says, well, I mean, I made it. I'll I'll give it a shot. Why not, right? And kind of like the 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 right is kind of questioning as as she looks at Isabel. It won't poison you. Sure. Just a stomach ache. Okay. Uh, if I vomit, <laughs> when you vomit, I make no promises. Right. You and, might vomit. And but. she, I mean, very classy, pinches her nose and like. Tilts it back, and it's not like the entire bowl that she's got there, but right. it's a big gulp. Ugh, it's well, it is foul, Ugh, and kind of sets it down. <laughs> and yes, um, for all of you, um, mm-hmm. the peripheral mage site kind of pings again. Um, for uh, for Ash, it would come across, yeah, probably as mind. Um, but it also has a little bit of life there, too, which is possibly the first time you've seen something so conjunctional and kind of overlapped. Um, but yes, uh, that kind of wafts over. Um, again, there's no specific... Um, nothing directly to an arcana shows up, but there's definitely a bunch of different stuff that is happening over her and kind of resting over her head and across her eyes, um, you know, definitely require, like, active focus mage sight to, like, actually figure out what is happening with her. Uh, But as she's kind of blinking and, like, her eyes, she kind of moves away from the fire and kind of looks out and just kind of lifts her head up towards the stars. It works. I see... I see the stars... They're like angels. I look at her intensely. <laughs> Isabel's just slowly reaching for a cup. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, she you know, she and she kind of stands there 
kind of walking up to and kind of past the telescope a little bit, not like blocking where Jules can see, but her eye. And she's just got this like arms back, just like she is taking it in. You know, it's the kid at the Grand Canyon of just like, whoa, kind of thing. Um, and then she says this. I understand. The four of you here understand in high speech. Oh, oh shit. shit. And then she keeps talking in high speech. Okay. Um I this this is this is so new. Yes, I'll follow you. And reaches out and takes the hand of something. And starts to walk, not towards the bridge or anything, just away. Okay, but like, don't make me turn back time to stop her from walking off the cliff, because I can't do that yet. Does it look like she is physically interacting with something we cannot see? Um, potentially? I mean, she's it, she's really good at pantomiming. If she's not, her okay. hand reaches out and grabs hold of something, but it, mm-hmm. the hand is kind of, it's not like, you don't see indents of somebody grabbing her hand but she's reaching out and holding and starts to walk. I'm going to put on all my mage sights. And like, and, yeah, we so don't see anything back to mage sight on. Um, at this point now, <laughs> um, cool. Okay, so we've got a couple things happening here because Chris is over here pantomiming shit. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, something is definitely happening. Um, but for all four of your mage sights, mm-hmm. nothing, like, she is, she is doing something and it is it is absolutely a potion <laughs> yep um and, yeah um that's a pretty good pretty good example um but for the four of you watching this um yeah nothing particular prime though and uh, uh chris did you turn all your um okay yeah so yes uh she seems surrounded in a bit of a nimbus of prime and forces And like, I remember what an awakening was like, right? Yes, yes, because you do. for mine, this is kind of what happened. Yes, yes, it is. Hmm. Yeah, it's very, very mm-hmm. similar. In fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm gonna turn to order and be like, "Don't drink that." Why? D- don't. As Isabel is drinking <laughs> right. it, uh, it feels like. Uh, so as you drink uh, the potion um, just go ahead and scribble to the notes for yourself Uh, you have a condition for plus two for perception uh, plus one to composure uh, to die rolls not your actual dots Um, I feel like I'm missing another one hang on let me pull up a character sheet real quick Um, boom 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 um, and you can spend a point, uh, yeah, points. Make sure I'm using the right terms. A point of willpower to end the condition and uh, activate mage sight. So, are you treating? Prime and forces as ruling Arcana for the purposes of Mage Sight when you activate it? 
No. What is happening okay. to what is happening to uh, Isabel is not exactly the same thing that is happening to Rilla right now. Okay, cool. So, with my active mage side up, part of that being death, what is happening to her soul? Oh, it's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, yeah, she still has a soul. It's doing cartwheels and somersaults right now. I think I just want to bask in what's happening here to see it all. Yeah, I'm going to kind of like follow her because I am concerned about her like stepping off a cliff. Sure. Um, and remember from your own uh, awakening, like you are seeing a superimposed world. So the cliff is still there. The trees are still there. The brush is okay. still there. Um now that's but if said, the angel tries to lead her off the cliff, she might walk with it. She might walk with it. She might fly. Uh, she may, you know, uh, you know, try to interact with people who aren't there, or try to interact with people who are there and are not seeing the same thing she is. So yes, um, it could be. Yeah, wild. I just want to make sure she stays safe. <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, she is. She is. So I'm like trying really hard to to look and see and follow along but i'm not you are not seeing anything that the angels that she saw when she looked up at the stars you are not seeing like you can see like to to give you an idea of like the less game mechanic more narrative effects looking up and a little bit of a squint and you can see the rings of saturn okay Right. Um, so looking up towards like stars, they are wonderfully brilliant and amazing. But yeah, they, they don't look like angels to you. Go ahead. Sorry, Craig. So she hasn't actually transitioned to an awakened soul yet? No, because and this is, of course, your characters very recently remember this was a journey Process. that took a bit. And, mm -hmm. you know, from your perspectives, oh, yeah, we made it. Doesn't yeah, happen I to wanna, everybody. I definitely want to catch that moment. Sure. But yes, uh, the area around her is like suffused with sort of mana, but it's more of a like physical solid thing that's kind of just wafting off of her. You could possibly mess with it. Um, I'm just observing. <laughs> game, game mechanics yes. wise, only if we're of the same path. Correct. That's very true. Which none of you are. Uh, but yeah, like, so we cut back to <laughs> uh, to Gizo saying, don't drink that. Uh, Isabel taking a drink of it. Well, and Theo says, why not? As she's sort of wandering off to follow. It's, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, let's let's get a recap of where everybody is. Gizla is following after uh, Rilla to make sure that she doesn't get hurt. Um, uh, Theo is uh, doing similar. OK, um, at this point now, I feel like Isabel is kind of star searching and kind of like focusing, you know, crazy eagle vision and probably in her kind of perspective. Um, and Jules, now would be a good time to find the thing you're looking for. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying. <laughs> and then I'll I'll try the potion 
too. I get no, no. Okay, <laughs> I'm very confused. Um, and uh, cloak legba, what are you up to? Yeah, cloak is looking around at all this happening. Sees that Gisela is following Rilla. Theo's a little transfixed by the same thing. Isabel is eager to see the object, and up until this point, after the description of this void in space, Cloak has thought, well, I know space, so I might be better able to find this void in space. So he turns to Jules and says, let me take a look. Are you familiar with telescopes? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, and I mean, at this point, right? Yeah, that's that's kind of where he's at. He's like, okay, these guys do weird shit. All right, kind of steps back uh, and like kind of marks down a couple notes of where the telescope is currently at. Um, and you know, you know, uh, yeah, just be delicate with her. Sounds good. Kind of leans over you yeah. like with a dad, like with a kid on the new in the new car. It's like okay, just easy on the you know, yeah. If you wish to move it. And I give you directions. That would also work for me. I mean, have at it. I mean, uh, I, I have quite a few hours ahead of me tonight. All right. So Cloak is going to uh, gaze through the telescope, and he wants to use his skill in the space arcanum to help him find this void. Assuming, of course, from Cloak's perspective, that it is aspected to space in some way. And so I'll describe in more detail what I mean. Please do. All right. So. He also has his lucky hour. So. Right. That's true. Uh, space has a number of things under its purview, right? Distance, separation, and... Uh, as well as scrying, so perceiving things at a distance from where you are. So the way Cloak thinks about this void, it was described to him as something that passes behind and in front of the stars, and it's moving through and it occludes its light. So Cloak thinks that it is a barrier to light, it is a barrier to something, it has physical substance, and that the distance between him and the void is... You know, just some idea, right? Even though it has physical presence in the fallen world, it is just something he needs to think harder about and he can resolve where it is. So even if he's not able to see it, he might be able to identify where is this thing that's at an incredible distance that blocks the stars. And so he wants to use the telescope as a focus, so enhance his ability to recognize where this object is. And what do you propose that you are going to roll? Uh, I propose I would cast a spell, right? Mm -hmm. So it'd be an improvised spell. So I think there are a few options. Hey, locate Perhaps. object is probably the... Wait, no, hang on. Yeah. Does that matter? Regardless. No, you... that's space Space one. It's knowing. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the first line in it is all distance is an illusion. But the issue is um, with locate object, it's generally referring to objects within a particular area you cast it over, mm -hmm. right? So you're trying to maybe locate something on a 2D plane, right. right? In Cloak's mind, he's trying to think of the stars and the starscape as it just being something in front of your eyes. And when something is there, present, right? 
he might be able to identify along that plane there. So when he's looking up at the stars, right, instead of thinking of himself as being on this 2D plane and locating an object that's in X and Y, right, he's looking up at the stars and trying to render it in his mind and his understanding of space as a 2D plane and just figure out where it is in the coordinate grid. Okay, I, I, I get where you're going with this. Yeah, I think I'm okay with that. Uh, All right, cool. Yeah. Go ahead and yeah, it'll be it'll be a space one spell. Excellent. Would you like me to put it in a template? Um, I mean, depends on how much potency you want to put into it. Okay. Well, let's see how would potency affect this. Um, hmm. Potency definitely seems like more of the thing for this spell. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, he wants to get so. a decent potency. So yeah, he'll increase the potency at least a little bit. Let's pop it up. All right, cool. And while Ralph is doing that, uh, we uh, jump back over to um, uh, Gisela and Theo, um, who you are following basically a... Very chatty, almost like chatty drunk, um, Rilla, um, who is speaking with people and things. And it is in compared to how you guys handle high speech uh, in terms of vocabulary and, and fluency, like miles a minute, you know, like she she is in it and she's just speaking the the native language uh now when she comes out how much of that she'll retain is a whole other question um but you're catching different things and understanding and like all of a sudden she just stops and just like feet put puts her arms out and just like the air around and just kind of near you guys gets a little bit colder and then a little bit warmer as she seems to be in some way messing with forces um you know as she's just kind of walking through and having conversations or then stopping to study and look at things that like at one point she's just she bends forward it's it's very kind of alice in wonderland arms behind her back looking at something that is there is nothing there rilla what are you looking at yeah i'm just kind of um, falling at a distance i don't want to interact with this mm -hmm. let but her have her time but i'm just sort of keeping an eye on her sure i'm like i'm hoping to scrutinize the moment of transition sure um but it's very passive like whatever happens happens theo's not she she wants to capture that gem sure okay. and chris you're making a face what's up uh i was just gonna say i've after i get jules back on task uh to uh, Mortimer, I'm just like <sighs> okay your lovely assistant might be becoming one of us I would suggest neither of you also partaking of that potion until we know exactly what has happened to Rilla If I were a more wary man, I might say something about the fact that this is predominantly a women witchcraft coven thing going on here. 
Is there some problem with me or Jules taking that? Like, you have taken the potion, Rilla has taken the potion, the two of them have gone off to protect Rilla? Yes. And, and now you're telling me that I shouldn't take the potion, that you and Rilla have both taken. I'm saying that a man of science would probably want to see one experiment through before completing, before starting the next. I'm also saying I'm fully prepared to stop you from taking that potion. You can see what? there's there's two parts of him, and she has changed. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 getting that vibe. Uh, notably, yeah, I'll see your attitude to raise you with some belligerence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can see two two thoughts worrying in her head, uh, his head, and he goes with the latter basically and says, "Is there some concern for Rilla at this point?" Each of the four of us went through a trial. She is exhibiting symptoms extremely similar to what the four of us immediately recognized. Just as you would like to be heard on your areas of expertise. This is our thing. He nods, kind of looks at Legba, well, look, um, and who's like eye deep in the telescope right, right now, right? And just kind of like, and because notably he's not too, like he's not stressed. He's he's on on task. You guys are handling this stuff. And so he's like, okay. Okay. And like walks over and doesn't like he doesn't go for the the soup bowl or the pot but picks up the little ingredients little notebook and like picks that up shows and you know tucks it into his vest pocket um and says okay well i believe our attentions are split enough and well if gizla is correct then we're going to see something spectacular tonight anyways so Stay on task, Jules. And Jules is like, look, kind of gives a, what am I supposed to do? And kind of motions at Jean-Paul, who is into this thing. Uh, cool. So what is our four reach for? Four reach. The reach is instant cast. Sensory range. Advanced scale. And advanced duration. Okay, cool. And you've got two free reach. Okay, needs to scan across the sky. Right. You've got two free reach because it's basically a space one spell. That's two or kind of two minus four for two more potency on top of your existing two. So that brings us to four. And then Yantra bonus is Shadow Name and Kabalthi. Okay. We do know that the fate of the town rests on how we interact with this void or at least the information about it. Absolutely. And um, Legba is the master of understanding and the opener of ways. So I think perceiving a void, something blocking away the way of light is how he's thinking of it. And then uh, his own. Sure. Exerting control. A bit, bit, of, bit of a stretch, getting to that stretch of 
the the shadow name, but I dig it in the opener of ways side specifically, and mm-hmm. just that understanding, um, the blocking light thing. Eh, that's iffy. But okay. the other part We're definitely covers. That yeah. Um, cool. But so that's eight minus fours uh, for eight. Yep. Great. And then let cool. me roll. Uh, how much mana are you spending, if any? Two. Two. Cool. So we are at. What did I just press? We're at. Oh wait a minute. Uh, so I have two paradox dice, right? Mm-hmm. And the Asone would oh, put it yes, down to correct. a chance die. Yep. So, so I won't spend any mana. Yep. Cool. Not a thing. Sweet. Cool. All right. So let me roll eight dice and not get zero. Hey, Sweet. there we go. Not a praxis, but there we go. Yep. Let's make it happen. Cool. Uh, so yes, as your eyes kind of move across um the void and i imagine that like there's this look down in the telescope and then just kind of like mm, it's not quite working yeah. for me look up <laughs> that sounds good. kind of and and it, it it goes from a measured controlled response to a more intuitive maybe there kind of thing as you just kind of flow into this and jules is like he's he's sputtering he's like this is this is completely unorthodox we're just just follow a pattern man you can't just search the sky like this um and then eventually um after about 20 minutes uh so we'll cut we'll catch back up you spot something so let us jump over to what everybody else may be doing in that meantime um for gisela and theo uh yes um it is it is a continued journey um you also know that her movements, not only is she babbling and talking quickly, her movements are, um, you know, think very like Neo, you know, these sharp, quick, like her movements are not necessarily exaggerated, but she's just moving very fast. Um, and like her experiences seem to be compounded um, and that she's starting to do multiple things at once. Uh, where she will talk left, talk right, and seem to be holding two separate conversations that you're getting just bits of. Um, and uh, yeah, are you two doing anything other than following along? No, just following, like, paying attention. If I could, I would like to try to keep her nearby. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't want her wandering into town like this. Sure. So you want to, like, go steer her by hand kind of thing? I'm trying to think how to do this without, like, touching her. Like, I want to sort of go ahead and around and just sort of, like, be a sort of barrier trying to... Present present yourself as an obstacle. It's a T-pose for dominance. Basically, sure. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, you kind of, like, do this half step, give her a wide berth coming around and just kind of stand there in your most imposing Peter Pan pose, you know, um, like, I'm not sure how to do this. Basketball hasn't been invented yet. Um, but yeah, as, as she walks and like, she walks towards you and then like all of a sudden is in your face, not aggressively or anything, is just having a very animated conversation with you in high speech and you're catching like maybe every fourth word. Can I try to roll to like, to understand her better? Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm cool with this being, um, either, uh, uh, 
was into cult before, right? When I was trying to read the book. Uh, right. So you can either do into a cult and just rely on you picking up the words or, um, oh my gosh, uh, wits plus composure. <laughs> it's like, what is perception again? Um, to actually just kind of keep your ears open, so to speak. Wits plus composure is better. What? Seven successes. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> what the All right, fuck? Kids, four ones, ones in there. Everybody go home. Yeah. <laughs> the game's over. Four ones on those seven dice. <laughs> the game I'm going to borrow successes. some of those for my next roll, because I just know that you've taken them yeah. from me. <laughs> Poor Chris. Thief of luck. Wow. I was like, so th there's, there's something wrong with the game. It just added Fucking her two dice together. <laughs> no. Nope. Only one of those successes was not a 10. Yep. <laughs> Though I do love the last two 10s you rolled and re-rolling is ones. So good. Um, so, yes. Um, you had this moment of clarity where she is just babbling at you and like, all of a sudden you're just in the zone. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. And you're definitely not carrying your half of the conversation because she is going on. You pick up, though, a bunch of stuff about Prime. That stuff you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, that I, I kind of, uh, don't, that's, that's weird forces stuff. I don't get that. Oh, okay, we're back on Prime. Okay. And yeah, um, and you're, fl and yeah, she is at this point within context and how she is speaking, she is in some kind of school a university and seems to be talking to these professors of magnificent intellect and understanding and you're like yeah yeah that kind of makes sense um of course having no understanding of the obrimos path um yeah but it's just and yeah so she's in this wonderland university of learning all sorts of things of the way the universe works um theo you're just like ready for that like I really want to scrutinize that moment. Yep. Um, and you could, uh, to, I mean, not to make light of the moment, but you could definitely, like, begin the scrutiny process um, and just try and, like, figure out what is happening as, as a full event rather than just, like, that single Big Bang moment. Uh, so cool. Yeah, you guys can uh, carry on with that. Uh, and Chris, uh, what is Isabel doing at this point as, you know, they're off doing their thing. Mortimer has basically moved over and is watching what Cloak is doing uh, as and having a little bit of kind of background conversation with Jules of like, this is, you know, completely just wild. Well, give him a chance. Let's see what's going to happen. We have all sorts of these other things happening. And Gisela said this is going to be the night. So. Um, she pitches the rest of the potion. Okay. Just like quietly dumps it out in the grass. That's what I'm talking about. Sure. There you go. Um, yeah, just for shiggles. Uh, can you roll a dex plus stealth for me? Sure. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say, I know you're actually pretty decent at this. No. No, no aren't you? Well, I have stealth. You don't have any stealth, no. No one has stealth. I got one, though. You got one. All right, hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Where's Morty? Mortimer! What are your stats, buddy? Attributes. See if he notices. 
He is distracted though, so he's definitely not rolling his full pool. Yeah. Uh, no, he. Nope. He's, you know, there's a sound of. He looks over and you're already done with it. <laughs> Just give him a look back. Not sure quite what happened, but whatever. And Gyo goes back to as Cloak kind of sits back and says, I don't know, what do you say when you see something moving in space? He says, I see it. And he says it. And is he going to say it in high speech? No, he's not going to do that. No, um, he's going to he's going to turn to them and say, um, oh, this is what, because this will make his point further from earlier when Mortimer was, you know, going off on a tangent. Well, no, it wasn't a tangent. But anyway, so um, he turns to Mortimer and he says, Mr. Bassoon, uh, the point I was trying to make before is that people understand things for different reasons and through different means. Uh, I used my intuition to perceive where this object would be and then directed the telescope there with Jules' assistance. It is there. If you look, you will see it as well. Yeah, Jules kind of like pats you on the shoulders. I really didn't assist. And Mortimer is like, yep, 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 sure, fine. And like is not rudely, but he's like, I'm getting in there and looking at this thing. Uh, and while your initial sighting is accurate, you have found the astrovoidal. Um, like he has to take a minute to kind of fiddle with the focus and actually properly bring it in to mm. uh, into into focus um, and looks at it and he's like that's that's it Jules yes you know and starts Jules scribbling down a bunch of notes and it's like sir can I oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah hang on <laughs> like there's a shift because finally other people are going to see this thing um, and Jules kind of looks down and is looking in to the you know the eyepiece and says so dark <laughs> oh that's, may I that's so wrong uh, uh yeah yeah uh, yeah uh, Mortimer is like at this point Mortimer is looking like proud dad in the hospital right like yeah everybody come see my kid um seeing as I can currently see the rings of Saturn with my naked eye I figure I'm probably the best one to take a look at this Sure, absolutely, yeah, and and like I said, at this point, everybody is no, like that's in that's in mm -hmm. that's straight oh, up yeah. like exactly how she delivers it and everything, yep. like uh, Petrichor's. Oh, uh, that's true. intense, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so uh, you know, they kind of shift back, and like the the two of them, Mortimer and uh, Jules, kind of stand up, and you know, oh yeah, yeah, make, make way for make way for a uh, for a lady, as uh, you know, you you lean in, and now with it in focus, and then of course your eagle elf eyes going on. Um, with my anime eyes. Yes. Um, there is... There is definitely a thing moving through space. Um, mm -hmm. Being black on black, it is hard to see the edges of it, except for when it passes by, you know, other stars, galaxies, you know, things out there. Um, and yes, you have your... Uh, mage side on is that what we're saving like yes mm -hmm. um uh this thing is not alive um it. it is not a spirit damn it yeah sorry um it was such a good theory it is such a it good is. theory it's a great theory um so good in character too um 
and uh but the forces side of it um it it's not exactly a forces thing you can tell if things are powered or not this thing out there that you're looking at it's cold it's like really cold like it doesn't have any temperature whatsoever in more modern terms this thing is moving at zero kelvin whoa <laughs> so yeah let's break some more physics isabel here. doesn't have a reference or any of that shit right but she knows it's real cold right is at absolute zero Cloak wants to do something once hmm. Isabel steps away from Yeah, she's thing. like trying to frame it. Um It Well I'm disappointed. It's not alive. But it moves. It is cold? It, it is in the void of space. I would, I would expect so. Yes. Colder than the space around it. That's an interesting observation. <laughs> Just you're like a ways away now, right, mm -hmm. Craig? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. you guys, you guys have been walking. Just yeah. Craig is interjecting from uh, ah yeah yeah. Zero Calvin is like no molecular motion at right. all. It's zero right. energy no motion. This is just like a complete lack of energy. Period. All right, let's throw my one gnosis, one forces, <laughs> plus three willpower, trying to figure out what the fuck this thing is. I do want to turn around and come back because I imagine you can definitely hear Mortimer. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, I'm just like, well, Theo. Can I roll? Theo, Theo's watching. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Theo's got her. I'm just gonna thumbs up to Theo or whatever the 1800 thumbs up is, and, and that's fine. And, uh, but run you, back up the hill. You would know that Theo is not watching her. That mm -hmm. would be pretty obvious, but that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, in my mind, you like you've got eyes on her. <laughs> Let me go see what this fine. thing is. Right. I'm gonna go see the thing. Okay. And Ralph, you were saying you had something when when Isabel kind of sits yeah. back. What's up? I want to look at it with space sight. Cool. All right. Um, yeah. Isabel stepped back in frustration. Right. Um, uh, hang on. Because space sight definitely a thing. Hang on. There was another. Was it? Oh, well, I mean, mind it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm assuming there's no mind. It's um, not a thinking being. So. Okay. Yeah. No, it took me a second to remember what I was going through. Um, so, yes. Um, Mortimer takes another kind of look into it and just like kind of sits back and, oh, yeah, yeah, just please. Uh, kind of motions for, for Cloak to come in and like looks over and sees Gisela running over and, yes, get get Rilla. Where, where, where is she, where's Rilla going? <laughs> you know, kind of kind of uh, scenario. Thea's got her. Cool. And yeah. So um, with Space Side on, and now that I know where this is, right? Mm -hmm. How far away from us is it? Okay. I will answer that question. But first, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, this thing has a mind. Oh, yes. <laughs> but it's not alive. It is not alive and yes. it is at zero Kelvin. Thinking being. This is so good. <laughs> this thing is so fucked up. Well, I'm just going to sit over here and be a grumpy theorist. Uh, yes. 
The Masked Eagles is the ST. Uh, <laughs> but that's not the intention. Because this should be a spirit. Let's be honest, oh, right? Like, no, it is not. <laughs> oh, maybe not, actually. What am I saying? Um, it's a robot. Or it's, it's freaking it is a robot. Ooh, ooh, hang on. Let me get my notes. <laughs> uh, no, it is not a robot. Um, Space robots. Um, so, yes, mine definitely tells you this thing is a thinking thing. Okay. Or thinking things, plural. Ooh, cool. It is very hard to tell. Uh, Space-wise, seeing the distance, Mm -hmm. um, yes, it is multiple millions and billions of miles away. Okay, but also about a hundred feet away. Whoa! At the same time. Oh man. Okay. Well, that's revelatory. Let's see what else. Um, yeah, cool. Then um, I'm going to try and scrutinize it. Sure. With cool. Gnosis Plus. Ooh, I want to do both. But um, probably better to understand something about its spatial qualities before I even try and um, rip my mind apart by understanding its mind. Or its minds. So let's do that. Cool. And then um, I can also take a step back and allow Gisela to do something before I continue scrutinizing it. So. All right. I'm going to roll. Let's do a spell roll with spinning of willpower. So seven dice. Okay. Great. One success. One. Yep. One not door down? Uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, What's the opacity? Um, so we are doing the space side of this, so that is going to be three. Mm. Uh, okay. And so um, as Gisela is coming back, um, and Isabel, you're having your grumpy theorist moment, there's a big wolf that you have been watching and seeing. Mm hmm. And it is not watching you. Oh, damn. Yeah, you have the fucking three wolf moon kind of scenario of this thing looking up (laughs) and just making angry eyes at the thing that is up there. We had talked about um, like diving in to scrutinize the wolf with also... um, what is it? Uh, speak with beasts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or to to try and uh, communicate with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be really good. Just oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the spell. I was thinking of Animal Ken, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you now. 
Well, the spell gives you a bonus equal potency on animal ken. Yep. But when you said speak with animals, I just went straight to the skill and I forgot about the spell. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Um, that is not an additional paradox as you haven't... Pre- pre- I haven't done right. it. Cool. So it's just the one. What yantras are we using? Um, my shadow name and um, uh, concentration. Okay, cool. So one dice. If you spend mana, go for it. Ooh. Right there. Roll your wisdom. Cool. No problem. Get that little bloody nose. And then one seven dice. Seven. Mm-hmm. Cool. Spell takes effect. Skin of my teeth. <laughs> yeah. One's good All enough. Right. One is good enough. All right. And then, um, how do you want me to roll this in a sort of context? Uh, why don't you try speaking in high speech? Um, and mm-hmm. if necessary, I will tell you to roll animal can. Is this why you've been watching me? Waiting for this? No. What is it? Heartache. And we're going to pause there. <laughs> and I'm going to say heartache. Heartache. Uh, And we are going to go on a quick break and I'm going to get some more coffee and uh, I'm going to feed a kitty cat. Yeah, poor cat. Uh, So Twitch guys will be back in five minutes. Please go walk around, stretch your legs, stuff like that. YouTube guys will be back in a blink. All right. Yeah, actually. So the wolf says heartache um, and Gisela is basically made it over to uh, the, the little camp space. Uh, Theo, uh, you're just... Uh, you started scrutiny, didn't get anything on that first one. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. Who makes the next one? What, what do you mean, heartache? It bears heartache. It's not alive. kind of looks down at you and says, am I alive? Yes. Yeah, I think you get the, you know, doubtful, smug, you know, face of "Mm, not the way you are thinking. They cloak here. Isabel engage with the wolf. Oh, Oh, yeah, because, yeah. Isabel's just talking to herself in high speech. Great. Then when he hears her say, uh, it's not alive, Cloak says, but it thinks. He's not trying to interrupt a conversation, just provide that bit of information. Right. I, With how deep in she's had to go to scrutiny, I don't know that she hears you. Okay. It may cool. be one of those, wait, did you say something later? Yeah. So, what should I do? That is why I am here. 
Hey, Ash has brought out Supernal Vision. <laughs> the ultimate in mage. The fuck is this? <laughs> the fuck is that? Um, cool. Uh, so we'll pause that conversation where you can uh-huh. step away or whatever. Um, and yeah, so Geasley, you're making a beeline for the telescope. Yeah, and I want to look at it. And yeah. basically once I... I want to look at it with mage side on mm-hmm. and see if that tells me anything. Right. Which presumably little to nothing. Tell you a couple things, yeah. Um, cool. So, uh, fate, uh, yeah, it doesn't notice. Uh, you know, you don't see a dramatic failure, exceptional success. Uh, it does reveal the presence of a destiny, capital D. Uh, fate, time. Um, Da, 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 when it's about to act, even with reflexive thing, maybe able to preempt it. Uh, no temporal warps or something that has come back from the past. And then uh, prime, uh, it is it is not a yantra. It is not a awakened spell. Um, yeah, it's not task, hallow, or node. Uh, yeah, so you're you're coming up with similar bubkis the way um, Isabel was. A destiny. Yes. Uh, interconnections is what lets me see the details of destinies in the reach. It doesn't let you... Oh, yeah, actually, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm gonna do that first, then, now that I know it's got one. Okay. Um, while you're casting that, I'm trying to think of the best way to... Well, yeah, actually, I'm just gonna, uh, propose it this way, kind of tongue-in-cheek. Um, which destiny do you want to, uh, investigate? It's got more than one. It has, uh, one might say, a myriad. Oh, it's many minds. Yeah, if you want to start, like, you know, through advanced scale to get, like, five subjects, to, like, let me see yeah. these. <laughs> okay, it's too reach to get the details of the destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, when, for instance... I mean, this is sensory long... range, by the way. Okay. Instant range plus two. Mm-hmm. I don't really need a lot of duration because I just want to know this thing. Unless you plan to evaluate the entirety of it, moving your eye over the whole mass. Uh, the mass in in general fits within the scope of the telescope. Okay. Yeah, you're not moving the telescope over to... Yeah. Cool. Yeah, actually, to give give context within the idea of like, okay, the, you know, Saturn is, you know, this small little thing in the telescope. The void itself in the telescope is, you know, you're a little bit bigger than your thumb. Um... You know, so it is, in fact, very hard to see. Um, this is not some massive thing. The only re- and that's why it is so hard to see is only when it crosses by. Perfect. Let's see this one. How to minus two for scale, so I could get more of them. Okay, instead of doing a advanced scale, overreaching even further. Gotcha. 
Uh, so did you have advanced skill in your reach? Uh, no, for reach I had uh, instant range plus two for destiny details. Gotcha. So you've got two subjects, which is fine. I That's what I was just trying to figure out here. Cool. Um, and your uh, Yantra bonus is from... Uh, can I use the telescope as a thing that is letting me see them? Like the mirrors on it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, especially for a plus one, I'm not going to make a fuss about that. So that is just one... One paradox? Because you haven't... Yeah. Nothing comes up. Okay, and I'm rolling... Five, three, yep. That's where she gets four successes. Oh, just one. One success. Cool. Uh, So yeah, you have a myriad of destinies. uh, So I'm going to throw the uh, most narratively... uh, important ones at you uh, just to give you an idea of what you're looking at um, one of the destinies is ensure the fall of the Roman Empire another one says uh, kill Abraham Lincoln cool okay um, yes. you don't even know who Abraham Lincoln is no no this is great but yeah, I'm going this to is terrible. Relay that to everyone else. Like, it's a bunch of things, and yeah, two destinies. These two things, and then I want it to try is... to look at it more. Sure. With my mini paradox spell. Yeah. Uh, so that's three overreach plus the one from earlier. So four. Are you spending any mana on that? Uh, yeah, I have plenty of mana. Um, I'll spin three. Okay, down to one. Uh, I think. Oh, and there it goes. Nothing. And so roll your three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what I was using as the answer bonus. I mean, for this one, concentration works pretty well. Yeah. Uh, actually, before you roll, because I just remembered, Supernal Vision is a is going to be based on your potency, uh, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, questions you can ask mm-hmm. per turn. Uh, yeah, that was one of my reaches for an advanced po- Like You can't do advanced potency, can you? You can if you want, but it won't have a huge benefit right, it wouldn't affect to it. Yeah. Supernal Vision unless you need to break through a clash. Right. Yeah, I'll do a minus two then. Okay. And I guess one less reach, but whatever, it's fine. You just keep an extra mana. So instead, that's three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So six. So you'll get two questions. Six dice, six questions. Or two questions. Jesus. <laughs> so close to exceptional. Oh. All right. So uh, what two questions would you like to ask? Let me find the spell again. Page 166 in the PDF. To which supernal world is the target most closely aligned? Death. By that, you mean, uh, what you call it? Oh, yes, Stygia, thank you. Oh, yeah, I was, um, 
including the reach for the nature of supernatural beings and effects other than supernal. Okay. Because I figured this might not be a supernal thing. Right. And so, yeah, I'll cover it because there's this stuff in that top paragraph as well. Uh, I'll just handle that after your questions. Or actually, hang on. Yeah, before you ask anything further. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Whether it is connected to the supernal, i.e. if it's a mage, sleepwalker, proximus, blah, 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 domain, verge, imbued, enhancer, artifact. Um, Yes, it is. Um, uh, It is connected to the supernal, uh, but it is definitely not a mage, sleepwalker, proximus. You don't even know what that is. uh, Sleeper. Um, Not anymore. Right. Um domain or verge um yeah you recognize that this thing is a place where the supernal or something like it touches um and then supernatural it says you get your some your answers by like just a symbol sort of flashing over it so like i might not even know what it means but i see Mm -hmm. the name um, and then reveals the nature of supernatural things other than supernal. Uh, but yeah, uh, most of the questions return nonsensical imagery that best translates as not applicable. Yeah. So you have one more question. I mean, it's not a person. Um, yeah. And if you want to go a little bit off book, um, yeah. that's something that's similar to this stuff. I guess, like, how many arcana is roughly what I get? I don't want to, like, can it do magic? No, it is not capable no? of magic. Okay, it is. With with the kind of view that you've got on this, this is less of a um, person and more of a place, which makes Cloak's revelation of it is many thinking things uh, problematic. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of destinies? Minds? Is there something Gisela is saying out loud? Yeah. It's related to death. Hi, Layla. Layla. Yeah, related to Stygia. Chat's blowing my fucking mind right now. <laughs> so when Gisela says those things, Cloak says, they are related to death. It is a confluence of minds, an impossible distance away, yet close enough that I could run to it. Mortimer is looking at the three of you like you're absolutely off your gourd. Well, when he looks quizzically again, Cloak reinforces the point he made before. That. And this is what he's saying in character. It is challenging to explain understanding to someone who has not experienced it. I understand this, but... I'm I'm still skeptical of what you are saying, but as, you know, Miss Bauer said, it would be here, and here it is. So while you are seeing 
many things about this void. I don't... You know, I, it is an astronomical phenomenon, and if you see more into it, it would not be the first time that soothsayers and wise men and witches have seen things foretold in the stars. I'm imagining that Gisela didn't actually, like, verbalize what the destinies that she saw was. No, I said that. Oh, okay. But the, yeah, the specific it's... two? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's... there a... a place... I mean, so is the earth that we stand on. I think she means a realm. It's where part of the other world touches ours. Jump over to Craig. I would love to be there right now, but you threw a really shiny object at Theo. I know. (laughs) Um, I I threw a shiny object to see... Who, if anybody, chased after it? Uh, cool. Uh, but yeah, you can roll uh, your uh, Gnosis plus death again, by the way. I'm going to throw a willpower into it. Sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Starting to end, like, this is something that, uh, between it being death and something that you have seen, this is this is an awakening. It only had one opacity, mm-hmm. um, and you are seeing it. Um, though obviously, from this end, you're like, okay, this is this is from another path, which is um, well compared to Stygia, this is bright and shiny and orderly, um, and where you know Stygia was very much about transitions um, and you know cold and dark and you know absence of things. This is bright and shiny and never-ending cycles and turning machines, you know, and mandalas of, you know, order and just like, oh, that's a weird weird place to view. Uh, not that it's your inferior arcana, but it's just vastly different from Stygia. Mm-hmm. And she still hasn't... Like, I remember the moment where I signed my name, like, put my name. Mm-hmm. She but- still hasn't got to that point yet. Uh, and, you know, notably, she has to, you know, in, in you know, mechanics terms, she needs to get enough arcane beats to buy Gnosis 1. Right. Okay. Try to get 25 of them fuckers. Mm-hmm. That's this a takes lot. Weeks. But I guess if every experience is novel, yep. then ne- you might get one per scene. Potentially. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> which brings us to back to the, like, viewing her physically. Um, if you don't mind me narratively saying that you kind of come out of that focus mage side as it's like, aha, that is what this is. Um, and yeah, she is, uh, she's moving faster again. Like, fast, fast. Okay. Like, the wind comes off of her arms as she's moving through space. Definitely gonna try and keep up. I wanna try and capture that moment. Right. On her soul transitions from just being a soul to being an awakened soul. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so is anybody like you know clambering for the telescope at the moment? Or yeah, I mean, once Gisela okay. pulled away, Cloak wanted to continue scrutinizing. Oh yes, go ahead. So we could go to it. Is that something Gisela's asking in character? Yeah, like I don't know that I think it's a good idea. Yeah, but it's it is a place. It is both near and far. It's heartache. 
though that I've part you don't necessarily know. Oh, did this mom say that? She. I mean, you may have heard it. It was not explained. Because, as far as I know, I'm still talking to the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you had like just kind of settled that after that, like kind no, of. No, okay. because it. All, all, I asked it a question. And all it said was, "That's why I'm here." <laughs> oh no no no. Um, shoot. I said, "What should I do?" And it said, "That's why I'm here." Right. Uh, specifically to provide a little bit more context, uh, it is watching you to see what you are going to do about this thing. Oh. Yes, sorry. Yeah, it is your watcher. Uh, it is watching you. Cool. So down to two. Mm-hmm. Two or three. I, with my anime eyes, can I see it without the telescope? Uh, looking towards it, yeah, it's it's a like it's a bare little dot. Um in the sky, but yeah, like having seen where it's at and kind of follow the telescope, you know, it's there, this itty bitty little thing. And you can just occasionally, it basically seems to make stars, you know, glint as it kind of passes by. And so it fades, fades them in and out. Um, and it is, it is moving at a fair clip. Like you've had to down those with the telescope have had to nudge it a little bit as it moves. Can I try and study it again? Oh, yeah. What are you planning to use? Forces. Okay. Is it a different enough situation? That, like, do I still have, do I have a cumulative penalty from my failure earlier? Oh, for, sorry, for paradox, you mean? No, for scrutiny. Oh, no, it's, yeah, you're, you're good. <laughs> my last willpower. success uh yeah so you know the forces side um specifically gives you this sorry i meant to announce i was going to spend some mana on that okay uh like three sure uh yeah so making that first little foray through its that opacity and seeing that yeah this is this is a place as as craig mentioned it is absent of the energy of forces um like it to the to the point of Yes, it is, uh, you know, very, very, very cold. To but it's because it lacks temperature, it lacks light. Um, but you know, beyond that, would you know be further scrutiny? How is it moving? Huh? How is it moving? That is a good question. I was kind of hoping that was part of my uh... study velocity and all that movement oh yeah yeah no I, I guess that part i'm trying yeah. to figure out how you would um i'd settle for how fast ah well yeah actually i i, I do know the answer it isn't moving at all however this big spinning rock that you're on That's so what I'm it, talking about. Which that sounds like sense. a revelation, but I feel like Mortimer's going to be like, yeah, I know. Yeah, Mortimer is not going to appreciate the idea. No, it is literally not moving. You know, when 
you suffer a breakup or you get really disappointed because somebody put mayo in your burger at Burger King and you hate mayo, right? And you feel like heartache is something that's deep in the bowels of space. Just like pinioned right there. That's what we've, that's what we've just learned. That's what Drew has reinforced for us. Okay, so I like pull myself out of several fucking incepted layers of stuff. What did I miss? <laughs> yeah, Giesel is at the telescope now. <laughs> I thought Cloak was scrutinizing, but um, I guess he can oh, do yeah. it away from the I telescope. Meant, if he can do I it mean, away, then then we can both do things at the same time. I, I meant so. literally as in the observation area. Cool. Well, like I'm not trying to claim ownership Ooh. over it. I just no. wanted to make sure. Yeah, I you, understood. you just used it um, to to scrutinize. Um, and actually, after that, um, I think you you know, I think it's everybody's kind of taking turns, you know, trying to oh wait, mm-hmm. hang on, but and you know, Jules is going over and writing notes. Um, and as you guys are kind of you know talking, you know, uh, Isabel is over here having a little uh, conversation with herself in this weird he doesn't know what um yeah this 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 has been very very off-putting and and a little you know kind of scary <laughs> he's like okay i'm just gonna go back to writing my notes uh i'm gonna go sit with him okay yeah i mean he's like as as you know we've got the little awning space and the right. wood planks and so yeah he's down just kind of on like a blanket that's been you know left there because again you know chilly in the uh chilly in the evening he kind of looks at you as he's you know Scribbling some notes under like a hooded lantern. Is there any sort of context scientifically to explain an absolute? I mean, every, everything exists in variations and scales and, you know, relative things to one another. Though, I guess relativity isn't here, so we're not really talking about that, but... Right. This... The... One of the things that I can sense and influence is the... energy of the world okay heat lightning oh okay (laughs) now back in his wheelhouse (laughs) okay whatever that thing is has none curious Kind of looking up vaguely to where it where it's at and positionally it is not moving he sets his book down and says now i know it seems that some things our earth here doesn't seem to be moving but it's actually spinning at an incredible speed that's why and like he goes in I, yeah go ahead J- jules i'm at least somewhat familiar with the earth being round and 
though my people tried to convince the world for many years that uh, we were at the center of our universe. Um, we, we have all followed with the, you know, the sun and whatnot. Right. So I understand what you're saying. What I am telling you is that that thing is not moving in any, literally any measure. Now, is there any way that you might be able to explain that? No. And like, there's a sudden scramble over for the notes. And he's like, I need, and he starts scribbling some stuff and basically is looking through the neatly charted stuff from Rilla where she had like the various places that Mortimer has found it. And he's working a problem and Mortimer, you know, pulls his eye from the telescope and you know, looks over and you re, you know, relinquish it to whoever's next. You guys are all kind of like cycling around mm-hmm. this thing and comes over to the two of you. And you know, uh, Jules kind of looks up, sir, I. If it's in a fixed point. And not moving at all. The like Mortimer kind of gives him a look and goes. Oh, our model would be that could explain why and like heads together they ha- nerd out and I'm not going to try and do any kind of physics or math talk as they sure. basically try and reconfigure their model um, gentlemen hmm? any chance you could clue me in to what you're discussing oh I mean they're they're talking openly but yeah basically sure. coming through to the idea that if it's a fixed point in space that the earth is turning moving around the sun and perhaps um you know trying to figure out if that is the reason that it has this odd kind of pattern that they've tried to deduce but before they were expecting it to be moving through space in some kind of orbit somewhere in out there and now you know wouldn't have and now if it's just a single fixed point you know yeah and yes some of you in chat i see you stop stop with the science don't don't try and do it (laughs) i i'm very i I bring it up in in discord all the time don't try and bring your science in here because it's just going to fall apart when you start messing with metaphysical supernatural bullshit noctal is the first one to say wasn't me it wasn't Harry, what did I just say? Wait, the wind to be moving yes. very super fast. You just yes! you just described what we are seeing in game. Yep, it looks like it's moving very fast, but it is not. Yep, but it's at all. Yeah, and we are talking about very fast, like it is moving, crossing over planets and well, stars really, and galaxies, yeah. and then sometimes moving, moving at a perceptible rate, right. which is why it's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, but yeah, they you know they kind of relay that, and they're they're trying to uh, fix up a model real quick on the fly. They're just jotting down some notes, and you know it's very clear that they're going to have to work on this for like weeks to see if it actually mm-hmm. pans out. So, um, 
Is that a helpful observation that I made, or they—they they both kind of look at you, and it's like a very haggard eyebrows. Like it might be, or you might just be giving us a few headaches for the next week. We will see. Hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> um, right. Um, jumping over to Theo. Um, it's starting to get hard to keep up with. Uh, Rilla. She is standing in one place and then has suddenly over there in a imperceptible blur of motion. And you are having to jog in the dark to try and keep up. With my mage side up. (laughs) So I imagine I'm tripping and falling. And I I would go so far as to say that with mage side up, uh, especially death, um, darkness really doesn't bother you. Sure. Right. Yeah, but you get a minus two to see like actual obstacles on the ground. But yes, notably, and this is more on the narrative. I'm not throwing a mechanical issue at you just yet. Uh, But yeah, she's she's moving with ridiculous pace and speed. Ludicrous speed. Um, Yes. Okay. But I only need her to be in sensory range to scrutinize, right? Uh, yes. Okay, so I'll just keep making sure I track her. Keep keep up, sure. Uh, which yeah, you can go ahead and uh, throw another. But like I said, at this point you have yeah, scrutinized yeah, yeah. what you can. Yeah, so you're just kind of watching her. One success. Cool. Yeah. Um. And yeah, like I said, at this point you don't really need to roll because at this point you've cleared the the opacity and stuff, and so you're just at this point just observing a thing that you understand, I waiting think for I'm that. Kind of anchoring my hold on so I can <laughs> capture that moment. I yeah. dig that. Cool. Um, and so we jump back to uh, Isabel walks over to Cloak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, did I tell him about the wolf, or was that Theo? Uh, maybe you asked Theo. You it was Theo. Theo. Do you see a big wolf? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so. I have had a mm, denizen of the primal wilds observing me for the past few days. That sounds threatening. Yeah, well, it's a big-ass wolf, so yes. (laughs) She didn't say big-ass, but... (laughs) It's an incredibly large wolf. With a huge ass. <laughs> I repeat what I said. Well, it is uh, concerned about the thing that we're looking at. Mm. Concerned in what way? The wolf is the one who said heartbreak. It contains heartbreak, it has heartbreak. Do we like heartbreak or heartache more? I like heartache. Okay. Heartache, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, hey, if we like break better, we can go with that. But yeah, heartache. Ah, it's Billy Ray Cyrus in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so... Uh, and apparently, the entire purpose of this wolf observing me 
is to see what I will do about it. What do you want to do about it? Make sure it does not come here. I think that's a noble goal. But it is always here. It is presently a short jog from here. Actually, jog might not be a word in 1840s sure parlance, but okay, fair enough. I was informed that Petrichor hasn't been invented yet, so... Yeah, yep. it's, 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 yeah it was like 2005. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's, okay. it's just in high speech, it's fine. Right. Yep. Uh, to clarify for, for Ralph specifically, the 100 feet uh, away is a very specific point that you can point at down the ridge. Oh, and wow. Okay. Oh! But you meant like in the sky. Okay. No. Thank you. Oh, okay. Cloak thinks of it differently now, and I think of it differently as a consequence. Okay, and so, it's both okay, up gotcha. there and right here. Okay. Yeah, no, maybe, I, I got, I, I get it. Maybe now. somewhere it's down, ma- uh, maybe in the middle of the graveyard. Yes, its manifestation is present. No, or it is, in yeah. the mind. In the mind. And I know exactly where it is, right? So, yes. Where Where is it? It is in. Where the is mind. it in space? It's in the mind. Oh, it right. is. Yeah, just I mean, you guys are on the ridge. It is down huh? below you. Uh, in okay. the in the first mine, it's kind of near the collapse. Okay, yeah, near the collapse. Yeah, mentioned that really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Ooh, buddy. All right. So then Cloak's going to say something a little different. He says, "I believe we are perceiving the thoughts of a place that touches on this world." And we bring it into this place, this world, when we think of heartache. You know, because Cloak thinks in concepts and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, He says, I think the only way to stop heartache from being a part of our reality is to stop people from feeling it. There is someone feeling it right now below us. Late at night, in the mines. Mm-hmm. I'm inclined to go down there, but I mean, there is you know second or third I shift. Mean, you have one of your people locked up behind the collapse in the mines. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it could be her. Yeah, that's a really good point. Oh man. Yeah. See, I out of character wasn't thinking that. Imagine Cloak might be a maybe he's a little more that who probably knows? remembers anyway. her down there. Yeah. Let's 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 assume. Let's Cloak assume Cloak remembers that his yeah. very, very important friend, member of his family. Uh, and so Cloak suddenly understands. Um, and he says, Oh, I know who it is. What? What do you mean, who it is? I introduce you to Sanite and Messie the sisters, the ones always with me. Uh-huh. Sanite chose to undergo initiation, to become a mambo, and to take leadership of Les Enfants de Chambouise. 
Why does that sound ominous? Well, she's been locked behind rocks for, not locked, but she's been trapped behind rocks for days at this point. She chose the mind collapse as a site for her initiation. Okay. Well, I don't think there's any way to stop heartache from affecting us, from affecting our world. There may be a way for us to influence what people do in response. Gisela mentioned two destinies. Among that are wrapped up. Many. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. She mentioned Every- two myriad things that this thing is meant to do here. And I mean, succeeded with Rome, I guess. Is Holy Roman Empire gone? Uh, it was the Roman Empire, not the Holy Roman okay. Empire. Yeah. Ye old Caesar and them. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, for like 400 years. It's, it's been a bit, yeah. At the most optimistic sort of timeline. Yeah, I didn't know if we were counting the Holy Roman Empire as the Roman Empire. Right. No. In yeah. this particular case, no. But Byzantium. Right. Constantinople. Oh, no, don't do it. <laughs> you all stop with the song right now. <laughs> no, I'll do it. I'll be stuck in my Wait, head. So it's already fulfilled some of them? I don't know if the other person is assassinated. And this Abraham Lincoln guy. In 1843 in Colorado, I don't think we even know about Abraham away. Lincoln. Nope. He's not that far away. Nope. No, I believe he is currently wrestling in Illinois. I think heartache is a collection of thoughts. If it is not a being itself, it functions as a being because it is an amalgam of thoughts of heartache. And those thoughts, in this case, are thoughts that are destined to affect the world in many important ways. Um, I'm going to interject here just a little bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. This thing is not merely thoughts. This is active influence upon the world. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It does stuff on the world. Uh Uh-huh. Causing it. It's it's doing those destinies on us. Mm. Correct. It's it's actively evoking them as opposed to inspiring the thoughts that lead to people evoking the destinies. I mean... Is that what you're saying? uh, So... A distinction in my mind is this. If it inspires heartache and its destiny is to inspire heartache in someone who is likely to do something. No, no, no. It. It makes it happen because of the thoughts it's having. Yeah, you can kind of go with that. But yes, it makes it makes bad things happen. Gotcha. Okay. Can I? I would like to think that most of this is just sort of stream of consciousness thought on Cloak's behalf. Mm -hmm. And Isabel's just standing there going, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, (laughs) uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, of course, no. the latter 30 no. seconds was out of character, but that makes sure. complete sense yeah, yeah. to me. 
<laughs> yeah, nice. Can this I like, yeah. take my inner connections and try to do it again, searching for a destiny up there that might be related to us? Oh, here. sure. Mm-hmm. So I cast it with a duration and just sort of look at it for a while, casting sure. around. Yep. Once you find your dad. <laughs> he works for a shift. No. Uh-oh. <laughs> so instant range duration and then two for the specifics. Sure. So I'm overreaching by three. I have overreached twice already, so that's plus two more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll spend two mana. Okay. Freyandra is using concentration and the the telescope. Basically, uh, as concentration by, by itself is two. So the it's two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so it's three. Okay. Yep. So long as you're doing nothing but the spell, or in this case, using it, I'm I'm cool with. Uh, yeah. So it will be three. And you're overreaching by two plus two, and you're spending two mana, so I'm rolling two paradox. Roll your wisdom, please. <gasps> oh man! Oh, oh she's the bad thing. The bad thing. Uh, go ahead and roll your spell. Bad. Um, because that, because you are containing the paradox, it's not going to affect the spell roll. Unless you want a dramatic failure to contain the paradox. I don't think that's a thing. Is it? Jesus, eight dice, one success. All my luck came early. Yep. Uh, cool. So yes, interconnections takes on, and you also, as you do this, there's this weird kind of abyssal sensation uh, and we'll talk about that here in a minute uh, but I want to go over the interconnections first um, and so you kind of study the thing up there and see what links it has down right is the idea so the- yeah I want to I was looking yeah I want to find if any of them are any of them destined here sure absolutely I feel like yes since we're all here for a reason and coincidences aren't real Something's gonna get harder. I can try and kill everybody. That's what's about to happen. Yeah, there is one single, you know, little destiny thread coming down from it into the uh, into the community. Um, in fact, right down into the mines underneath your feet, um, and. I think that's right, because you have the, the destiny. Uh, yeah, I can see what the destiny is. Uh, which is unravel the children of broken chains. As soon as I get that, I'm going to just like stop looking at the thing and turn to cloak and tell him. That's what it's doing here. Cloak opens his mouth and then closes it. 
and opens his mouth again. And then says, It's not going to win. We know that it's trying, so now we know what we're fighting. Can you tell what would happen if I were to aid Sandite? Perhaps. Do you want to check a paradox condition before I start trying to do more spells? This is very yeah. true. Thank you for bringing that back to my attention. Uh, because I could. I could uh, see your future and see what's going to happen. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the most likely outcome? But I just got some nasty abyssal backlash in my soul, so... Yep, I gotta deal with that. You'll be fine. It's only a one potency. Yep. <clears throat> Considering what you were studying, you have the abyssal nimbus. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Your nimbus is disfigured by the abyss. Uh, corruption cascading through her sympathetic links. Mage and any subjects affected by her nimbus, including sympathetic ties influenced by her long-term nimbus. Not that that's a concern for you right now. Uh, or anything imprinted with her signature nimbus. You haven't imprinted any uh, that. Again, the resonant condition applicable to abyssal entities. If the paradox rule that inflicted this rolled an exceptional success, she gets the open condition instead, which you do not. You're just oh, resonant. Oh, that's nasty. It is very nasty. Yeah, you don't want Goma coming in your body. Yep. So... If I cast this spell on Cloak, that's going to put my Nimbus on him, right? Uh, no? It would put the signature Nimbus of, yeah, anybody you have an active spell on, uh, including your friend mm-hmm. Jules there. Um, oh, no. In addition, the Abyssal uh, Corruption is readily apparent to anyone who scrutinizes her signature Nimbus, long-term Nimbus, uh, and her long-term Nimbus becomes uh, twisted by unreality of the Abyss. A Moro's long-term Nimbus might cause bizarre materials with impossible atomic materials to appear, while the religious revelations of an Abrimos Nimbus take on a nihilistic tone. Resolution. An abyssal entity uses the condition to manifest. The mage scours the condition from her pattern. The mage allows the condition to lapse after the uh, specified time, which, by the way, is um, because you're currently enlightened one story or a month. Uh, arcane beat when the condition uh, lapses. Scour that shit. Scour okay, that shit. so like, is this doing something to Jules right now? Um, not currently. It is just making him resonant and therefore similar to like if you were doing stuff with ghosts and spirits, it's resonant and can be nudged into being abyssal um, and being open to allow an abyssal entity to crossover be summoned okay well i imagine i can feel this when it happens right yeah you, there there's there it because feels... your nimbus is everything just coming off of yeah. you yeah um, i'm going to if, if, if you would would be what does it feel like because you we know what your nimbus is so how do you feel this has kind of twisted up a little bit it's probably going from just like a sense of fatalism to like full-on despondency beyond just fate is laid out in front of you to like, and it's bad. It's not just... And there's nothing you can do about it. It's no longer a straight shot. You can't make any decisions to... No, it's all downhill from here, kid. Yep, all downhill from here. 
Shut up, I see you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just gonna... Before I answer Cloak, just sort of step away and... Mm-hmm. Sort of, like, look around and looking down at myself and looking around at Jules, because he's got his spell, his luck spell, which he hasn't used, but whatever. <laughs> um, and... Yeah, I'm gonna try to take it out. But like, I guess just sort of trying to manipulate my pattern. Find the... Find where the nasty thing is, like the central point of it, and then just remove it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, A note... Um, scouring a paradox condition in this manner deals a single point of lethal damage, and but you don't gain mana. Yeah, cool. I was going to remove scour strength. Uh, no, because no. This, that is, it oh, has to be lethal damage. Oh, it doesn't take um. Mm-hmm. It's not. Okay. It's not. Yeah. I thought I, I was going to do both. Okay. I don't remember. Is it resistant lethal for this as well? It says it just Probably. deals a point of lethal damage. Um, so I would suspect that it is um, similar to is, other yeah. scouring. Right. Yeah, it normally is, but I, I don't remember it saying explicitly. No, it doesn't section, say it, so. and, but yeah, that's why I was going to say, yeah, I think we'll go ahead and call it resistant. But yeah, so yeah, all of a sudden Giza yeah, goes... Suspicion. I'm just sort of like reaching <laughs> inside her like just sort of torso and pulling it out. Metaphorically speaking, and then all of a sudden there's this Metaphorically wound. speaking, but also there's a wound there now. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, w- which notably, easily gets up, walks away, <laughs> and does this. Uh, Jules <laughs> looks over, and Mortimer looks over, and how are, are you, what are you doing to cover the blood that is probably soaking into yeah i mean probably just sort of trying to staunch the bleeding by like holding the cloth tighter to my chest man uh i was expecting you guys to be real subtle <laughs> with this with, with with all of them and now nah, you guys are just like yeah we're mages i love this this is great this is just not what i was prepped for okay uh, yeah. yeah i'm gonna like cheers. try to Try to find like yeah, you, you or get, something yeah. that I can kind of yeah. just sort of hold on. Jules, you know, they're, they're all like, "Oh yeah," the, the the lady is getting up and walking away. And she okay, and she comes out. Oh my god! And like, yeah, there's a <laughs> scramble for you know stuff, and you know, Jules runs over and like places it, and then immediately drops his hand back. He's like, "I'm sorry," um, and like hands it to like uh, Isabel. Uh, it, uh, here, you just I'll. <laughs> She's panicking, um, just because all yeah, of a sudden, Gizela, uh, wow, is suddenly sporting a new chest wound. Yeah, and I'm honestly not bothered, like not too concerned with it. Like that hurt, yeah, but, hurt real bad, but um, way better than what was there before. Yeah, yeah, this this feels better. Um, and so at that, we're not walk up to Clue. We're like, okay, well. Yes, I can tell you that. Girl and her priorities. (laughs) We gotta talk. Um, While you go ahead and write that up, Theo, 
Um, you have been chasing uh, this girl at this point, and she's been staying within the general vicinity, um, and especially because you can see souls and darkness isn't bothering you all too much. We're kind of, you know, hand-waving that a little bit. Like, just a ping-pong match, right? As, at this point, like, chasing her is impossible. You're just kind of keeping track and trying to move in her general direction. Occasionally, mm-hmm. suddenly she's behind you and you got to jog back the other way. Um, and then suddenly she is collapsing forward, screaming uh, on her hands and knees. And, and what's happening to her soul? Um, well, I mean, currently uh, doing somersaults and uh, uh, car wheels. Okay, but nothing's changed. Uh, not that you can see. All right. So this bad. is kind of like the this is kind of like the documentary folks that just sort of you know witness things that are happening and they just there to record it. Do we hear this? Uh, probably in the in the distance. Yeah, I mean, you're, she's, you're screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that feels pretty impassive. This is her transition to go through, however it ends up going. So, um, can I more throw more dice at the my eventuals trying to capture the moment? Uh, like I said, at this point, you do okay. not need to. You don't to. need to. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, I, I'm pretty happy. You've already studied it. You, with you're pretty well dedicated to like the 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 very obsession kind of focus. I'm like not. Nah, this is this is locked in, and we are we're gonna catch this. Not gonna help her. I'm just gonna watch. All right. This is this is her transition to go through, just like Theo went through hers, right? Yep. Um, it was. It and was if nice it goes there. badly, well, she'll be there to help. Um, okay. Uh, we had two overreach previously from previous paradox, so we're up to three now. Um, uh, plus this one, so that puts us at four. Um, are you spending any mana? Yeah, especially after what just happened. I have four mana left. I'm going to spend them all. Okay. So this makes this a chance die. Jesus Nothing. <laughs> okay. All right. Right. Chance, die, chance die. Single ten. Right. Right. Okay. Good. <laughs> you just had that panic moment of not again. Not again. Okay. So my spell. The only reaches I really need are to do it instantly and for the specific question. Because mm-hmm. I only have one question. Mm-hmm. And you're using this on cloak, so I'm, I'm cool with that. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to uh, take his hand and I want him to pick a card. I like that. Mm. Cool. Yeah. And uh, my other yantra, I was using the concentration because right now this is Sure. I'm going to zero in on this. So, six six. Two, Two six, six, six. What is the question, yeah, the question you asked? The question you asked was, um, what will the happen if you is, help Sunday Day? Yes. And he means help in, like, any way. Mm-hmm. So, if, Drew, you want me to be more specific, I'm happy to. Nope. Nope. Okay. She will live. the implication that she wouldn't otherwise. Yeah. Oh, she's going to live. Cloak cares more about her than he does ritual at this point in his life. So, whereas where he was before, 
He might have just said, that's how it goes. He chose to go in there. Sometimes it doesn't work out. But I think I think we all know what Cloak's going to do at this point. Going to get her? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to... He's either going to take her out, or he's going to, you know, make it so that she's able to survive. What's that look like? Oh, right now? Probably. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. It's, he's, 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 he's not going to scrutinize that object anymore because Sanite's uh, fate is more important to him and um, he wants to do something about it. So um, she pulls the card and or he pulls the card and then he looks at Gisela and says, um, if I don't do something now, someone really important to me is going to die. I might need all of your help. If I don't come back um, within the next half an hour, please come find me in the mine. I think this is about the time where you guys hear Rilla scream. Oh, shit. Mortimer and Jules look up and kind of like hearing this because they're they're over their notes and stuff like that and all of a sudden they're hearing about wait somebody's gonna die somebody's hurt and then Rilla screaming they're like we put our heads down for two seconds to do some math what the fuck just happened and so you have a moment of like you could possibly like especially actually uh, (laughs) Legba and Petricor could probably get real bossy real easy right here oh yeah hmm Gisela, perhaps you should help the gentleman save their friend. Yes. And then if... Cloak, if you need help... I'm with him. Come... Yeah. I was going to say, come see if you need help later. Meantime, I'm going to see about Rilla. Cool. Cloak... uh, Sorry, I misspoke. Cloak looks at... Or actually... Legba looks at Petricor and says... Thank you. Let's go. And yeah, I'm just going to grab Mortimer and Jules. Like, up off the um, ground, Vaughn. Yep. One second. Ooh. You giving us help? Split the party, split the party. Dude, it's mage. <laughs> it's like built in. Mm-hmm. What, have have four cats all chased the same laser dot? No. Absolutely not. To be not. fair, at this point... I'm kind of screwed when it comes to spells. <laughs> yeah, you, you you knocked that paradox up pretty well. Also, I have no mana, no willpower. My paradox is super high. I've got a gaping chest wound. I also hadn't noticed this all through the Rookery Chronicle. If you have a paradox condition at all, every spell uh, is tainted and gains a paradox die, even if you don't reach, which we messed up mm-hmm. uh, quite a few times. Because we, we, we specifically were like, oh, we kept it under, and so it didn't reach at all. Um, so, it doesn't matter. No, but it's every spell. It's every spell, yep. Yeah. And while you're putting this together, uh, what are you casting? Uh, body control. Ooh, a classic. Songbird Returns. Or the <laughs> prequel? Trying not to. Right. <laughs> But it is a very good spell. It's a really good spell. It's kind of the 
smack dab in the middle of it's like using mind never ever using psychic domination like obviously you want to be picky about when you use it but use it to get people to do things that are good for them mm -hmm. that's dude that was grifter's thing yep. good smoking okay <laughs> thank you hey, uh, oh, good. yeah three dice of paradox oh yeah Just one success. <laughs> Six successes. Great. Uh, take Damn. willpower. <laughs> I'd love to. I don't have any of I those. <laughs> That's kind of what I was like, all right, hang on. Yeah, I thank you, Griffin. I missed the part earlier where Drew was like, does anyone need an update? Oh. And then had forgotten that I had bought life too. So I have been using it all. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I had to delay buying forces too because someone gave me a life watcher instead of a spirit watcher. <laughs> Ugh. God. Uh, I'm going to immediately spend that willpower. I figured you might. Because uh, I'd like to roll more than three times. I had done that yeah. math and I was like, hmm. <laughs> hey. Uh, awesome. Way to have go. You, have you decided get, get your prices yet? Bag. Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember. And I'm not taking body control as a praxis. <laughs> that would dangle the sun. There's a bird. There's a bird lying down that path. Uh, um, cool. Uh, which, uh, because it is exceptional, do you want to actually take the bonus in uh, primary factor? Because oh no, crap! That's duration. It's duration. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. I mean, I guess I will. As oh, well. yeah, for duration. Yeah. Because then it's longer than an mm -hmm. hour. Just in case it takes us a while to do whatever we're about sure. to do. And I get a willpower, right? Correct. Excellent. Okay, so it's potency two. So we... Order your breathing needs. Uh... Yep. Potency two? Isn't it potency same three? for heartbeat, same oh. for food. Never mind. Yeah. Plus two to initiative. And we will heal bashing damage four times as fast yeah every two minutes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it didn't take the reach for lethal or not that nope. it would matter well at least yeah, so effectively we get bonus initiative mm -hmm. slower on fatigue and yeah it's on the it's on the uh 140 of us and the pdf it's on the three of us before we split up sweet that was the next question like, there Thank there you. may be some running <laughs> So also very true. Everyone take a, everyone take a deep breath. <laughs> Where do you set initiative? There's a way to change it, right? Oh, you, you can just add up. it because it's a roll. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's a d10 yeah. plus that. Okay, so. and then Isabel takes off for the mic. Right. The two of you and a sort of, <laughs> you ready? Yes. Life gallon, mind man, uh, take off down the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, uh, yeah, so you guys head down that way. Uh, Gisela, Mortimer, and uh, Jules head towards Rilla. Theo is just kind of, I think, kind of in a wide-eyed, like, very, I, I, I'm envisioning, feel free to correct me, the very, like, not quite, like, evil sorceress, but, like, a little bit of the mad, like, wild mage is just watching what is happening. Oh, this is super, in yeah, okay. Hmm. 
Yep. Um, uh, as uh, you watch, yeah, she's she's screaming um, and then is kind of clutching at her stomach. Do I get uh, a sense of what's like what's making her scream shit. with my screening going yep. on? Um, not with I chose wrong. Not with your um, uh, not with your uh, mage sites. No. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's screaming uh, and kind of rolls onto her onto her side. Um, whatever is affecting her seems more physical than whatever she is seeing on the supernal. Stomachache. Yeah, Stomach you think you could have helped her? You can, you can go over and help her, Chris? Uh, Chris what? is going off that it, way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I know. I've already left to go the other way. I know, but is that what you're thinking you could have done? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm okay with you retconning that if you want. Nope. No, Pope <laughs> knows exactly what he's going to do. Right. Yeah. No, because... Petrichor already made her choice. Cool. Like, Sounds good. Make sure. Yeah. Because um, she'd totally forgotten about the whole stomachache thing. Mm-hmm. Now, in a second, when it hits her. <laughs> uh, well, uh, metabolism requires you to. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, me, not that one. Yep. Heartbeat. But yes. Yeah. Metabolism is I mean, the. Imagine it's kind of between right. the two. Yeah. You could also per, uh, perform an improvised yeah. spell. That's what I figured you'd want to do cast an improvised spell to control her digestion. Sure, mm. but I don't know that it's happening right. to her. I don't oh, know no, I'm not suggesting that's what you do yeah, right yeah. now. Oh, I yeah. Was responding yeah, yeah, to totally. Out of character, I had already had Let's that plan. Yeah. Um, but in character, she's totally forgotten yeah. about it. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Gisela. I'm going to attempt. I can't fix her body Mm -mm. um i was going to do basically um rooting the outmost eddies to try to help her get over it sooner okay just like luck out of this this being quick like maybe you can vomit and feel better cool uh craig you're signaling there yeah is that from sensory range like uh, like a quite a distance away or because like theo's first priority is going to be to not interrupt whatever's happening I'm going to run past you. <laughs> like I'm going to be no and try and stop if that's what's going on. I mean, people can touch you while you're in your craziness. Like, yeah, I, I don't know that Theo knows that. Right. I know that. Yeah. Oh, that's because true. Yeah, because you had your family. Yeah, yeah. My folks were taking care of me because they thought I had lost my mind. Yeah. So there may be a, a very quick conversation you guys need to have as like Theo mm-hmm. is grabbing hold. Yep. Now, the thing is, the, with, even with the reach, I can only make the twist of fate happen in the next hour. But that's better than nothing, mm-hmm. which is what else I can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to come touch her and one for instant and one for that bonus. All right, I need to have a duration so that it will last for an hour. Yeah, this is what Theo's worried about, because touching is one thing, but using supernal magic around an awakening is something else. I'll roll the dice. Uh, so, in character, because I, I do want to address this, like, because you guys are probably going to talk, figure this out. Um... Uh, so yeah, Theo is basically trying to grab and slow uh, Gisela. Um, we, I don't want to get us into initiative here, but 
PvP. Yeah, we, right? we, we can if we need to, but I imagine. I mean, I have the better initiative. <laughs> yep. Um, actually, yeah. Let's let's just solve it that way real quick. Let's just get a D10, uh, especially because uh, you know Theo is kind of in her own own head here a little bit. And mine is meant to be plus plus two. Yeah, let's do it. Which is just enough. Uh, of course, Greg rolls a nine. Right. <laughs> a ten and a nine. Jesus. Um, yeah, so just a hair. Like, I think Theo sees. Well, just, and just, just very quickly. Would have been distracted because, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. is that hand grab. Yeah, you should be at a minus two to even notice. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of where, you know, that's where I was like. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I mean, if you break down, like, the the role there of like Theo reacts very quickly Giesel is moving faster because of the yeah. spell yep. yeah um, I like that um, and so yeah Ash you can definitely go ahead and roll sorry while she's doing that uh, oh no I have the free reach to cover instant duration and then plus one to make it go within the hour mm-hmm. yeah because you okay. have you have faith three um, are you two sorry uh uh, Cloak and uh, Legba and Petricor, are you guys basically just running down the path and around, or are you guys going over the ridge? In this particular case, this is merely a narrative cosmetic question. Hmm. Meaning it's not think... consequential, is what you're saying. Correct. I think Petricor is in um closer to an action hero sort of mood and if there's a bit of a scramble down a ridge down into the right, mine because it is not a, it is not like a sheer cliff or anything it's this is a right. kind of lean back sort of a loose gravel kind of thing yeah, yeah. slide yep. uh, I got five successes hell yes um, considering this the scenario uh, I'm a you can get your willpower, obviously. Uh, I'm going to take that exceptional success. And considering the, Help considering the situation where she is half in the supernal, yes, uh, it just happens. Which uh, also means on uh, Theo's side, you get to watch uh, uh, Gisela's Nimbus, you know, kind of enveloping over and touching on uh, on Rilla. Um, and Rilla, who's holding her stomach and just like, this is really bad, you know, but is not even saying that. And just that really like strangle. And then, and then, oh, it, okay, that's not pretty. And yeah, she just kind of rolls over like flat on her stomach and just, yeah, vomits. And it's, it's gross. There's a little blood in there. It's just like, this is, this is a bad day, um, kind of thing. And like is heaving and kind of rolls over to her side and you watch her eyes just kind of blank out. Uh, as she falls unconscious. Mortimer and Jules are moments behind, and Mortimer is older and, you know, like, has a reason to be running a little bit slower. Jules is panting and going, how is she so fast? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is the thing still happening? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, because, you know, in the case of, like, you know, uh, uh, Gisela, you know, she fell asleep and slept and mm-hmm. woke up and, you know, now 
obviously your awakening was a little bit different. Um, yeah, well, I, you know. I was dead for quite a while, so. Right. Yeah. Or I, I am just going to really turn to you and be like, not you can be brought to ruin. You can interact with them when they're like this. They just can't see you as you. Um, like tries to process, but it's too much effort and goes back to looking at. Yeah, and then I'm going to start instructing Mortimer and Jules on that they need to take care of her. Yep. And start giving them rundowns of like what we have seen her doing. Mm-hmm. Get Theo to give more details and yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, and we'll we'll put a little bullet point as there's the the kind of catch you guys up on. You're not going to understand what's happening, but. Uh, meanwhile, we cut to uh, action hero uh, Petricor, and I imagine Legba is probably right behind in that scramble. Cool. Getting some head nods. I imagine it's pretty interesting because he's already so in tune with his body that it's it functioning even better. Oh, yeah, with all the strength like, performance. Yo, hold up. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This uh, is real good. Yeah, the body moving in the way that he expects it should have always yeah um but yeah um give me that pcp (laughs) (laughs) oh no um as you guys reach down to you know the mine yeah the mine is active there are some of the lamps well not some of the lamps are lit um oh my gosh uh not miranda um martina marina 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 Marina. yes uh I inserted a T. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, Marina kind of looks up from down the way as she sees the two of you kind of coming in um, and, you know, kind of, you know, in French, you know, it's like, what, what is wrong? What's, what are you doing here? So are you actually like Bo right now? Yes. Okay. She want to, <laughs> does she have trouble recognizing who we are? Hmm. Because uh, that's how shadow names work. It literally doesn't have to be like changes of clothes and stuff. It's like you fully are. Well, and this is like this you're, you penalize the sort of recognition. Nothing. Right. And that's. That's a very good question. Uh, one that I will think about and talk with you guys over the following week <laughs> uh, as we try to figure yep. out. Yeah, that's true. How Superman <laughs> Clark Kent are we getting with shadow names? Um. But yeah, because this might actually be the first showing of the Cabal as the shadowy, weird people that seem so familiar, but aren't. Um, right. And I have, guess the Shadow Man is kind of like projecting a different supernal truth into the world, right? Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's your nimbus. Yeah, it's like a, a mask. It's embodying mm-hmm. that, yeah. Yep. Um, and yeah, just that attitude. It's like, I totally know this guy, but maybe not yeah so we'll definitely talk about that uh that's that's a very <laughs> good question uh it's probably not that bad at the like single dot that i've got mine but at but legba is especially at three, three like, yeah yeah oh, was fully did injured. you really oh yeah. wow okay. oh yeah oh yeah and he has shadow self, as well. shadow self. Who, who the hell are you he's gonna, he's gonna start going to people's dreams and shit and scaring the shit out of them <laughs> ah, nice yeah 
Like the mode, the cloak is way more flappy in the wind that isn't there. That's true. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so thank you folks for joining us. I'm so glad to be back. And I mentioned in chat, I was like, no, I did not spend uh, two weeks prepping for this. I've been sitting on a lot of this stuff, but I've been, yeah. Good session. I've been very excited to get oh, back yeah. to this because it's like, oh, yes, no, no. We're going to stop at dinner because we're going to need all the session next week. Um, this, by the way, if any, uh, I mentioned it once and I'm going to mention it again. If any of you are trying to run mage and trying to figure out how do I keep them under control, make them juggle, do a bunch of different stuff all at once. Uh, and also it makes this <laughs> far more interesting. And you just put up that shotgun with rock salt plot and boom. <laughs> well, or specifically throw out this. Oh, yeah, she's off having her awakening. And all of a sudden, Theo's like, I'm being in the sky. And, the, and Theo just was like, yep, I'm just going to chill with this. And I'm like, hmm, I actually thought they were just going to let her wander and just kind of keep an eye on her. But no, no. Oh, OK. I've got to figure That's out some soul shit. Transition. Theo That's... probably could have learned some things from the thing in the sky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the question is, will she be able to get back over to the telescope before they lose it? Uh, so, yes. Uh, thank you, as always, for joining us. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, thumbs up, all that kind of stuff. I know that our subscriber count isn't as it's like 50% of our viewers. So please, if you're thinking, if you're enjoying the stuff, please subscribe. It's, yeah, it helps us out and you get the notifications. Like you can click the bell, you know, right. all that stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Twitch guys. Hi, appreciate you. Um, and uh, podcast folks. I love you. I just don't have any good way of, you know, sharing that love and affection other than saying, I love you. Um, as so always, nice. join us on Discord, eat into dot space, and come hang out with us. And we'd love to chat with you. If you want to support us monetarily, that is staylucky.club or patreon.com slash occultist anonymous. Um, uh, again, for patrons, I'm definitely thinking about doing a rehash of what we've got. So if you've got ideas and thoughts, please reach out. Um, I'd like to uh, like to work with you. Um, and I have confirmed with Amanda, she's working on putting the Into the West shirt up on the store eventually. Cool. Uh, so that will be super helpful. Oh, thanks for the prime. Oh, yeah, see, just like that. Thank you, Cat Feathers. Um, so, yes. Um, up, 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 up. Yeah. Uh, thank you all, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See you soon. Bye.